Hey, it's good to see you. Ready to kick off another journey? In just a few moments, we'll be landing in Manchester. There, we'll get a chance to pick the brain of the British multi-instrumentalist and producer, July 7. After getting his hands dirty producing beats for some of the biggest names in the industry, he sets his aim on his exciting new solo projects. Join us to find out how to use the power of the number seven to guitar hero your way into the international music industry. Because right now, it's 8.30 somewhere. All right, cool. So we'll start off with uh, the zip code you picked. Um, what's behind sure. Manchester M16? Man, Manchester M16, that's, uh, that's, that's my hometown, man. It's where I'm born and raised. It's where I am right now. Um, it's, it's a beautiful area, man. It's very multicultural. I would say it's the, it's the origin of, you know, most of my, you know, inspiration and um, perspective to the world. You know what I mean? M16 is literally where I've gathered all my thoughts is where I've become who I am is where I've expressed who I am is where I've seen where to go and is where I've seen where not to go. You know what I mean? It's just a whole bunch of um, experiences all wrapped into one, I guess, you know? Definitely. Can you go into like one of the experiences that shaped you um, that you remember that was significant to the music you make nowadays? Um, I would say mainly the people, you know, um, just just a, a, right, a wide array of um, people, you know, um, in terms of, you know, all sorts of religions, being able to go to the, the park and, you know, play football with everybody, you know, and learn a little something about a, a different kind of person or their family or just a different way of life. And, you know, I'm, I'm a single, single child, I'm my only child, so... It would allow me to come home and like just think and reflect upon, you know, other values that people yeah. have, and you know, I feel like that perspective has really shaped how I've, um, <clears throat> you know, tackled my art and just my my way about life. You know, you know what I mean. Do you think it broadened your horizons then? Um, for sure, yeah. You know, it it definitely it definitely did. I feel like um, it just. It just made me understand how vast this this world is, you know what I mean? And Manchester being such a small place, you know, everyone always thinks about London and they just forget about Manchester. No matter how many times I tell them that I'm from Manchester, they're always like, <laughs> how is London? And I'm like, bro, I'm from Manchester. <laughs> how many times? So um, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely up, up my game. And yeah, it's kind of made you feel like an outsider that has to do some work to fit in and make more sense of things, I guess. That's, that's, that's just from my perspective, you know? Definitely. What's the music scene like over there? Um, my Manchester is, is lit, I cannot lie. Like, there's so many types of different people. There's, there's indie bands, there's R&B bands, there's rappers, there's death metal um, performers, there's all sorts you know when i got my first start in you know death metal like when i first started picking up the guitar so coming from that world it showed me so much you know there's there's so there's so many different types of of, of vibes and i tried to be eclectic and shape them all together and just 
give my version of of what what this is you know i still can't put my finger quite on it so <laughs> it's very exciting it's an exciting time what made you pick up your guitar in the first place um guitar hero guitar hero made me pick up the guitar <laughs> man yeah great answer guitar hero 3 <laughs> Um, so I, I think Guitar Hero 2 was out at the time, but I was the type of kid to like read review after review. Like I used to sit there watching game reviews like all night and, um, the reviews on Guitar Hero 2 said that it was much more difficult than the first one. So I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start easy, you know? So one Christmas I begged my mother to get me Guitar Hero and she got me Guitar Hero 1 and I literally like bossed that shit so fast like expert mode like absolutely going crazy you know what i mean like absolutely like smashed it out the park and i was like this is too easy and i just went straight onto the guitar after that and um everything started from there to be honest so it was definitely a a meant to be type of thing for sure so thank you guitar hero big blessings <laughs> that's a great story <laughs> what was the first guitar you owned um i still have it man the, the first guitar i owned was the cheapest, worst, like, eBay guitar bundle ever. And um, it came with, like, a little amp. And um, the guitar was so bad that, like, it gave me full-on blisters on my fingers. Like, the oh, strings yeah. were, like, this, like, here's the fretboard and, like, here's the strings. Uh. So, like, I was having to, like, press all the way down to, like, to, like, learn. But back then, I fought all guitars with that way, you know, so... I literally like I worked so hard. I got through that stage and um, I ended up like picking up other guitars. And I was like, "Shit, this isn't like my guitar," you know what I mean? And <laughs> and from then, like, I just started going around to friends' shop, friends' houses, guitar shops, just like sitting in there playing guitar all day. Like, I'd go to swim with my friend and then come back and then play guitar. Then go and eat and then come back and play guitar. Wow. You know, so like I would, I would do all sorts of stuff like that, and um, I just worked my way up. You know, I worked my way up. I, I used to do YouTube videos, YouTube covers, and they're all still online till this day, which I haven't, I haven't mentioned that to anybody yet. So <laughs> um, they're still up there. I used to play like Papa Roach, uh, Metallica, um, Paramore, um, all sorts of music, man. Like everything. Cool. So I know I'm like going all over the place i'm trying to give you a, a kind of picture of, of the that's, moment of that's the time, great you know what i mean so yeah that's that's kind of my introduction to guitar for sure was music prominent in your house uh, like a specific genre um i would say r&b um i've always been very diverse with with what i've listened to and what i like but um r&b is is definitely like home for me you know i i I just love it, you know, R&B, neo soul, jazz, um, just the real heart, the real raw music, you know, with no limits and no limitations. The structures are not normal, you know, the the time signatures are unconventional. Um, I just like to keep it simple, you know, before before anything else. And that's the foundation of music for me, you know, jazz and big chords, big ex extensions, like, you know, just freedom of expression, you know, as opposed to, you know, some shallow pop and there's nothing wrong with that, but, <laughs> you know, I just, I just like to do a little more, you know what I mean? For sure. Some more layers to it. 
exactly yeah but it has to be simple too you know not everyone has the time to um digest all of this all of this stuff you know some people like it simple and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever you know sure so i think now is probably a good time to uh to ask you to describe your music for listeners who haven't heard your music okay so yeah i go by the name july 7 i'm a multi-instrumentalist i'm an artist i'm a producer I like to call myself uh, a one-stop shop. You know, I don't really need many people to to make my music. I, I just chill here. I do what I need to do. And um, I get the shit done. You know, if I need some guitar, I play some guitar. If I need some piano, I play some piano. If I need to sing, I'll sing. I literally just chill in my own world of, of music and textures, you know. And I love texture. I love high art. I love elegance i love um sophistication I, I love all of these things and i feel like it's something that um goes very well with with music you know and i feel like i like to create music that um adds to any environment you know whether it's a chill environment whether it's a party environment whether it's a a, a sad moment you know i like to create music that um adds value to every single situation through life you know and um i take my pride from that you know, but um, to go back to your question, I'll describe my music as as moments. You know, as textures and interludes and and themes. And I, I wanna I wanna put you in a landscape. I wanna put you in a horizon. I wanna I want you to envision, you know, this 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 soundscape. And I want you to get lost in in what you hear. You know, I want you to to feel the frequency and. That's why I call myself July 7, because once you hear my music and you're in tune with what I do, whether you know what you're listening to or whether you have no idea what you're listening to, that's that's my frequency. You know, that's that's the seven. And um, usually once people hear one song, they're hooked. You know what I mean? So uh, I like to keep it on that. And um, yeah, that's that's my frequency, man. That's that's what I try to do. And that's what I try to embed through everything that I create and I'm so hands-on that it, it stays very personal to me and it's, and it's intimate to me. So I hope that the people listening, you know, can feel that and experience that too. And um, that's mainly where my, my sound comes from, man. What does the seven stand for then? So seven for me, um, seven is everything. You know, I like to think of myself as a, as a real, well-rounded musician. You know, I take pride in honing many positions i like to wear all the hats in 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 my music but um seven is the is the number of perfections the number of completion um i produce everything myself i play all instruments in my music i, I play a lot of minor sevens major seventh chords um but most importantly i'm born on seven 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 you know so that's mainly where that comes from you know and i i've got a little tight Tight on my arm, I don't know if you can see it right now. My little logo right cool. here. And then, yeah, that's that's just the frequency, man. That's the frequency. I like to say less, uh, and I like you just to figure it out yourself at the end of the day. <laughs> but, yeah. Isn't it hard to wear all the hats all the time, you know, producing, making music, and doing the visuals? Yeah, most definitely. You know, sometimes you can get lost in, in your own vibe, you know, especially when you're writing. Um, I like to create everything at the same time. So I'll make the beat and then I'll start thinking of melodies and I'll start thinking of the song. But whilst I'm thinking of the song, the beat isn't finished. So 
I'm back and forth between, you know, committing to some beat ideas and then trying to commit to melody and songwriting ideas. And then that's not even a half of it, you know, that's just like just the actual song foundation. Then I'm thinking about the visuals at the same time. Then I'm thinking about the artwork at the same time. And, you know, it can be a lot. So I'm, I'm definitely glad to have, you know, cool people around that um, I work with that, you know, help me bring it to life. But for the most part, I fucking love it. You know, it's, it's exciting as hell. You know, I can just chill and I can just do what I need to do. And it, it it's more stress working with people sometimes. I can't lie. Like when I'm in the studio and like someone's just taking too long to do one thing and I'm like, I'd have done that in two seconds, you know what I mean? But we all work different, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the right time to bring it up, but you had a, you had a small, I don't know, like a breakthrough in LA. Do you want to, okay. do you want to talk about that a bit? Sure, man. I've been to LA a couple of times. Um, LA is a, a beautiful place, man. It's a place of a lot of opportunity, a lot of dreams. Um, I've been fortunate to meet a lot of people. There are a lot of amazing people. Um, and I just love my time out there in general. Anywhere where the sun is and people are having <laughs> a good time, like I'm, I'm right there. You know what I mean? The sun, like I get all of my energy from the sun, by the way, like everything. How do you manage Manchester then? I don't. <laughs> It's very different. You would love Tel Aviv. Wow. I, I know. Like, wow. Like, it literally, like, it shapes, it shapes everything for me, you know. So I try to get as much sun as possible. But, um, yeah, you, you know, it's, um, it's, definitely, it's definitely a hustle, man. It's definitely a hustle. I wish I had more sun. But, um we move man we move I, i like to create my own sunshine nowadays you know what i mean <laughs> cool how how many times have you been to la then i've been to i've been to la twice man the first time i was there was primarily the first time i was staying there and living and working there and um yeah it was really cool to get out there you know la and atlanta um i spent a lot of time i spent a lot of time in la i spent a lot of time in atlanta a lot of time in new york um connecticut um all over america is just really dope man i have a lot of family in new york so i try to visit as, as often as possible but um yeah i, I would say I'm, i'm quite a homely guy you know I, i don't really like to go to too many places but i do like to turn up and get lit at the same time so it's kind of a mad kind of kind of contrast that i deal with you know but um Yeah, man, I, I love it over there. I really do. I love it over there. I can't wait to get back, man. How do you deal with it then? Um, you know, being, I, I don't know if homesick is the right concept to use, but being a bit homesick and, you know, having to go all the way to LA to produce music. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say homesick, man, because um, it's, it's a funny one. I'm so blessed to have traveled everywhere. And to be able to make music and do that, you know, and it's it's what I plan to continue to do. So um, I just get a whole feel of excitement, you know, because that's that's what I do this for. You know, I love to connect with like minded people. I love to pick up workflows and tips from from other people. Um, that's exactly what I do this for. So I feel like in a good couple, couple of years, like someone will find me just like, on the street in like Cuba, like 
just like just out there, like in my in my boxes and my underpants with a guitar, just playing <laughs> songs with the locals or, or something like that. Like that's that's where I see myself, you know, just just chilling, just with the people in culture, just raw, just eating fruit somewhere sunny, man. Like that's that's basically where where I see myself. Literally. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream for sure, for sure. Man. I'm just thinking about it right now. But you now. had the opportunity you had the opportunity to work with some big names um while you've been in America. Uh, yeah, man. US. A couple people. How did you get man. the opportunity? Yeah. How did you get the opportunity to work with uh TI, um Travis Scott, Young Thug? Um a lot of hustling, man. Um it was it was quite a few years back, but um it was there was different ways of reaching out to people and I've I've always been very cool with the internet. You know, I've always utilized the internet to move around, you know, to reach people who are who I want to reach to and it's an incredible tool, you know, and I used to use Twitter, I used to use Instagram. Well, I still use these things, but um I definitely would I was on like headhunting vibes back then, you know, I was really like hunting the peoples down like to the point where my email would get like shut down for like 48 hours type type shit wow. because I was sending out so many emails and just, just hustling <laughs> and it's like, please listen to me, blah, blah. And um, yeah, I ended up reaching out to a bunch of people and um, just creating some really, really cool relationships, you know, some um, a bit more insignificant and some more significant, you know, and some of the significant ones, um, we ended up building a really strong like, like brotherhood, you know, and, one of those was um, Hustle Gang, T.I., you know, and through that, we was just producing for everybody, you know, all all of the wow. camps, like, was going to Atlanta in the studio, just playing music, playing beats, cooking up beats every day, and um, they just fucked with the sound, you know, and um, the ones that ended up being released were, you know, ones that got on Days Before Rodeo, Travis Scott, um, still one of my favourite projects of his to date. Um some others with Young Dro, some others with Young Fog, T.I. Um, it was crazy, man. It, it was definitely crazy. And it was... Sounds like it. It was definitely a, a moment, you know, waking up to, you know, my phone going crazy to being on a Travis Scott mixtape. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Would you say that that was your big break? Um, No, no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I feel like... When um, was it then? Um... I feel like it's it's still to come, man. I feel like it's definitely still to mm. come. Um, I, f I feel like we're just getting started. I cannot lie. I feel like we're just getting started. I feel like there's so much more to be done. And um, I'm excited to absolutely do 10 times more, you know? So Definitely. Yeah. It must have been challenging. You were, what, 19 when you, when you did all that work in the US, right? Um, I was actually 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I, I didn't realize that. That must 17. have been really hard. How was nah, how it was wasn't. it like, you know? <laughs> it wasn't? Nah, man, it was fun. It was real fun. I can't lie. Like, I feel like it's um, it's just a test, you know? Like, I feel like the universe is like, yo, do you really want to live this life? And I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> every, everything I'm going through and I'm the people I'm meeting in terms of, know how i'm carrying myself and the beats and it's still with me today you know and i feel like it was an integral part of um you know 
getting the mind right, getting into the mindset and just getting ready to, to work and do, do what we're trying to do right now, you know, so it was definitely a, a fun moment for sure. Did you have a chance to um, experience the music scene in Atlanta as well? Yeah, fire, fire, you know, um, was definitely in the studio a lot, was in sessions a lot, um, same with LA, you know, just meeting so many types of different people and it was eye-opening, you know, and it was big, big vibes to be able to come back to Manchester with that same energy and just, you know, inspire the people, you know, because no one's done that before here, you know, and it's, it's a moment in history. So definitely, definitely a adult moment. It was definitely an exciting moment for me, man. Real cool. When reading about you online, uh, the first thing that comes up in a lot of the interviews that you've done is the fact that you've worked with Travis Scott and T.I. and Young sure. Thug. Uh, does that ever get tiring to hear? Like, uh, th there must be other things that you want to talk about, like your other projects uh, yeah. and things that you're doing. It must also be kind of annoying, no? Um, I wouldn't say it's annoying. You know, I feel like it's, it's, always, a, it's always a cool part of the story. Um, I'd rather talk about that than, you know, and how that's, you know, ties into this narrative of what I'm creating now as opposed to, just being a beat maker, you know, because some people and some articles talk about me as just a producer, just a beat maker, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like a, a bedroom producer and whatnot. But <laughs> nah, man, like this is this is something different, you know. This is this is serious over here, you know what I'm saying? Like the art form, the textures, the what what we're building here and the um the elements of nostalgia that I'm trying to bring to this game. I feel like it's, it's going to be here for many, many more years to tell, you know, it's just, um, it's just timing, you know, it's just timing and um, the people have to choose you, you know, and I have no issue with steadily climbing and building and slowly, slowly picking off the, the people one by one. And I can see the people now, you know, and I can reach out and I can have these amazing conversations with the people who really, really support and appreciate what I'm, what I'm building now, you know, so If that's the the headline that lures you in to my world, then I'm I'm cool with that. You know what I mean. But as long as you stay for what is here and the depth that is is coming and what I bring now is is what I appreciate. You know what I mean. So that's Definitely. how I feel about that for sure. And it's the great way of seeing it, I guess, as well. Um, not being offended or hurt by the. Of course, no way, man. It. Not, not at all, sure. man. It's, it's a blessing. You were talking about elements of nostalgia in your music. Sure. What do you mean by that? I feel like I have great taste. You know, I have a, a dope music collection. I listen to so much types of music. And I feel like I'm blessed with a talent to be able to hear and tie all of that together, you know, and recreate and kind of um, not like, I don't know. I feel like... Uh, I can hear things and I feel like I have the the ability to shape it and, and package it in a way that people can still feel, you know, remnants of, you know, things from the past, you know, or everything tied with something that's more future forward, more future thinking, more future proof, more um more timely, more contemporary, you know, and with a with a touch of, of my vibe, you know, and that's why I try to try to bring you know what I mean maybe you might feel like you've heard it before I get a lot of people telling me that their parents love my music you know and cool I, I love that 
you know, and it makes them feel young again, you know. So yeah, that's that's what I like to bring, you know. what I mean, like the that is deeply rooted, and I like people to understand that I understand this music, you know. I really understand the nuances and the genres and how they all interlink and how they all talk to each other. All of these genres talk to each other and have relationships with each other and. I'm I'm here. I'm all here for that, you know. And I want to bring that to the forefront and make it a normal thing that you don't have to know. Like it's not like it's something different here. It's not like this is this and this is this. Nah, like there's 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 ways that it can be, you know, more fruitful for all of us as opposed to this is this. You know, I, I wanna I like to just push the envelope every single time. So I went a bit off track on that, but. That's how I mean when I when I say nostalgia, man, for sure. Sure, and I think that music does have a bodily memory to it as well. You know, you've been to a concert and you've been dancing for I don't know, Flying Lotus's music, and then something just it leaves a mark. Not sure. not like an outside mark, but an inside mark. On, exactly. Um, and exactly. I really love that idea of bringing bringing these things out. Exactly. Um, I love Flying Lotus. I've been listening to Flying Lotus's <laughs> new project on repeat for for ages. His latest one. Oh man. Like the one that he did for the TV show? Exactly. Yeah, man. There's a song on there called Crust. And man, that song is so beautiful. I'm not sure if you heard it, but that song is I've, I did, yeah. That song is amazing. Damn. Yeah, he's something else. Definitely He's amazing, something man. else for sure. For sure. Tell us a little more about other uh, inspirations and music that you've been listening to lately. Um, man, a lot of the music I listen to is not really English. You know, I listen to a lot of Brazilian stuff. I listen to a lot of Portuguese stuff, a lot of um, Spanish stuff, um, Latin America, reggae. I listen to a lot of South African music. Um, mm. A lot of South African house, you know, I love house music, you know, I love, cool. I love like, like deep soulful house that um, allows you to really set a vibe and it, it flips the perspective, you know, like I like music that makes you look inwards, you know, it's like it, it mm. kind of like shines a mirror like inwards to, you know, and makes you reflect and sometimes I play for people and they're not ready to reflect, you know, so... They're like, whoa, whoa, what is this? What, what That's too deep. To? Yeah, lit, like it's too deep. You like, hit a nerve there. Like exactly, like it's literally too deep. So that's how that's how I can kind of tell what kind of person you are. Sometimes if you play like a yeah. song and you're like, oh, what is this? Or is it like I can't listen to this? You know, this is Manchester, so we have all <laughs> sorts of crazy people, you know. But um, yeah, I listen to a lot, of, lot of that stuff. Um, a lot of jazz. Any particular names you can, I mean, we're always looking for more inspiration and listening to new stuff, so. Um, in terms of the the Deep House side, there's an artist called Dawson, who's real cool, um, and that's D-W-S-O-N, um, Dawson without the A, basically. And um, he's, a, he's an amazing, like, producer that I love, you know, I love his textures. Like, when I talk about textures, if you listen to his music, You'll, you'll understand, you know. Um, there's another artist I've been listening to called, um, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, um, Mareba. Um, she's like an American artist. She has this song called Rider, which is is fire. I've, I've been listening to that a lot. Um, but yeah, I listen to all of that stuff and then I'll just go and just start listening to like, um, 
you know, Rich the Kid or Lil Durk or Nav, you know what I mean? Or, mm. you know, so it completely switches up what I listen to every day. Then I go to like Childish Gambino, Masego, um, Joe, you know, Smino. Um, you know, I'm all over the place, man. I can't even lie. I'm yeah. just all over the place. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and do you use this library only, this music library only as a, as some sort of an influence or do you sample parts? Um, some songs like really grab me that um, I sampled them. You know, some songs really do like reach out to me and I like them so much that I've, I've sampled them. Like one of my releases, Dentro, um, I, I used a slight sample in that one. And um, that's one of my favorite songs of mine. So I definitely do do that. But um, I do this because I, I just love listening to music. Like I can't, like I have to find new songs every single day. I can't, if I'm listening to like the same songs, like daily, it puts me in like the same vibe I was yesterday when I like to be in a different frequency every single day, you know? So discovering new vibes and hearing new music and new inspiration helps keep things a lot more fresh for me, you know, instead of like, you know, I might have a cool song that I really like, but I might have been going through some shit at the time when I was listening to it. So I might have been way past that vibe and I might have made so much music <laughs> since then, but I might listen to it and then I start slipping back into that vibe, man. I'm like, nah, I'm on, I'm like level 2000 now, you know, I was yeah. like a thousand the other day, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just like to keep it fresh and just keep, keep it moving basically, you know? So yeah, man. You were talking before about uh, your collection of music. Do sure. you like physically collect music? Um, or were you talking about like Spotify? Yeah, this is more like Spotify, I would say. Yeah, cool. But cool, um, cool. back in the day, I used to illegally download discographies, man. Um, <laughs> I, used yeah. to, I used to torrent like whole discographies. And that's kind of how I used to like, I guess it's how I used would it I was able to get a gauge on people's um just artistry, you know, their growth through yeah. every single project. You know, I'd literally download someone's whole like catalog, you know, like MP3 and mm. put them onto my MP3 player and I think that just helped me just understand depth and variety and contrast and how guys switch it up, you know, every single time and, and whatnot. And even if I wasn't really aware of what I was listening to, you know, I was definitely been taken in you know, little bits and and it's all coming out now through the music, you know, so it's a blessing. But yeah, I would say most of my music is on either SoundCloud or, or Spotify, man, for sure. Um, COVID-wise, how things are going in, in the UK now? Um, man, they're doing much better. I can't lie. Um, everyone's been out. Everyone's been turning up. Everyone's been drinking a lot of alcohol. Um, of course, I have, which is not good um all of that stuff um i feel like it's just a new energy you know it's a new moment so it's, it's a new it's a new time you know it's, i'm just soaking in all of the energies right now and um just pointing back into the music so it's a blessing and i'm glad to see people happy and i'm glad to see people's yeah. people's faces smiling without a mask you know i, I love to see smiles <laughs> and i love to see eyes so i, I love to see that for sure for sure and with restrictions lifting up, do you do you have any specific dates for upcoming shows and maybe live shows? Yeah, man. Um, so I'm opening up for an artist called Kia Keys in in London, and that should be in August. And he's he's a real dope artist. So um, 
yeah, I'll be having a dope show in Shepherd's Bush in London in August. And um, hopefully I can, you guys can stay tuned. I'll let you guys know what kind of dates that is. But that's going to be an, an amazing show. I'm really looking forward to that. And a couple more in Manchester too. Um, I cannot remember the dates right now. My mind is going blank. So um, <laughs> I, I'll have to say, check out my, my Instagram for, for more details. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you, haven't you performed? Oh man. Wow. When did I last perform? Wow. I cannot remember my last performance. <laughs> I cannot remember my last performance. That is awful. Sometimes I wake yeah. up and I'm like, am I even an artist? Like, did I, you know, I'm like, shit, like I've not performed in so long. Um, I'm so excited to get back to performing, um, but I can't remember the last time I performed. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm really pumped to perform. Definitely. Man, for sure. You mentioned before um, produce, doing some of the visuals for your project as well. Where does the love for visual art comes from? I feel like um, it's, it's important, you know, it's, it's part of the whole package. You know, like if I see an artwork, like an artwork alone will make me listen to a song, you know, whether I like the song or not, you know, and I feel like... Um, it's just more more levels to express yourself, you know, and I've been very consistent and strong in my, you know, my branding and in my artwork. And I just like that shit to jump off the screen. You know, I can't lie. I just I just want it to jump right into your face when you see it. You know, I want the colors to to live with you. I want the, the text to to make you feel a certain way. And um, I would say that's mainly because I have I, when I first started dropping music, I was doing less you know, visuals and music videos. So I put more focus onto the graphic side. But um, I just feel like it's, it's part of it. You know, same way uh, marketing is part of releasing a song and making sure it gets to the people. I feel like making things look nice and like be standalone art by itself. I just feel as if everything should stand alone, you know, whether it's like artwork, music i feel like it should have enough presence to do the heavy lifting itself you know so that's why i always make an effort to make sure that the art is right um the visual direction is right and that is something that um has not been done before most importantly you know something that is just from a different different universe so that's where i like to stay excuse me do you see a difference with people interacting with your music through Spotify or Apple Music since that shift with, you know, putting more emphasis on visual art? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say a lot more people listen to me on Apple Music now um, because of that, you know. I feel like um, people who listen to Apple Music are, are kind of cool if you use Apple Music. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Shout out to Spotify. But um, <laughs> I, I'm, I was talking about Apple Music, Spotify, any streaming service. It doesn't really matter. Okay, I mean, it cool. was just like a <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I would say there's definitely been an increase in in my in my listens. Um, I've just been mainly I've been working recently on ensuring that the experience is much more immersive and that yeah. I can I can really reach out to people more, you know, and um, relate to people more and. Um, that's what this next period of my, um, you know, my artistry is about. Is is about 
you know, a lot more rawness, a lot more vulnerability, a lot more, um, this is me, you know, I'm not, I don't need to be anything else other than I'm perfect as I am, you know, and whether you fought with that or not, like, it's cool. That's that's basically what this this next chapter of um, my artistry is like, and um, I'm I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm I'm enjoying doing it, and um, it's gonna be exciting to to roll out very soon. Talking about your next chapter, there's an EP on the make. Sure, there do you want to share some info? <laughs> yeah, man, I've been making a lot of music, so so much music, and um, you know, with no shows and whatnot, I've had so much more time. <laughs> to think about things, to um, analyze things, to, um, you know, look at things in a different light. And um, I feel like all of these songs that I've been working on will kind of allow me to bridge the connection between the next, next chapter and how I've been feeling during these times, you know. So there's a lot of different, different, different stuff. And this EP is... It's, it's gonna be crazy, you know. I've my first two EPs were 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 special and were fan favorites, so I'm I'm not gonna miss on this one, you know. I've definitely definitely upped the game on on this one, so I'm excited to to put it out. Is there a release date on this one? Um, not as of yet, but there might be something special in July. Let's let's see. There might be something special <laughs> in July. Let, let's a see. teaser there. Yeah, yeah. Here, here or there. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> It's still early days. Will your will your latest single uh slow motion be on there? Um or is no. that separate? That's that's separate. That's so separate. like cool. this is definitely a lot more kind of like a mini body of work, I would say. It's kind of like a mini album or, or something like that. Um things that consistently thread together and I'm gonna I'm gonna i I'm gonna suck you in. Like there's no way about it, you know, like it's 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 gonna I want you to listen to it from top to bottom, you know, that that type of shit. So these other songs are cool. Slow motion is cool. Waistline is cool. Bando is cool. I had fun making them, but um there's so much more shit coming. There's so much more shit coming. And I'm 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 looking forward, you know, I'm looking forward. Where to? On slow motion, uh you took sort of a step towards uh like a little bit of Afro pop. Sure. Uh, so you worked with um, with Mr. Easy from Empower, right? Sure. On sure. that track. I so did. tell us a little bit about that. How was that? Uh, how did you come to know him, and how was it working with him? So Mr. Easy is a legend, man. He's a he's an incredible guy. Um, I'm not sure how much you guys know about him, but um, musically, he's he's a don. But in terms of just a good human, you know, and the things that he's been able to do for his people and Nigeria and the platforms that he's he's been able to provide is is amazing, you know. So I I've always respected him musically and um we've we've had a lot of mutual friends, you know, he spends a lot he spends a lot of time in London. So um through that um I think my friend might have uh, mentioned me to him and since then he checked out my music and he was just like, we, we got to work, you know, we, we have to work. And um, he was working on um, this kind of like platform where he was basically, you know, just helping, you know, African, you know, artists, you know, and he wants to invest and he wants to work with people. So Slow Motion was the song we did together um, through Empower. 
um, I worked with a producer called Dara on that one and me and him linked up and you know went back and forth a couple of times and we got the beat together he sent me the beat and um, I just went crazy man I went crazy um, every song that I do I freestyle and um, I just heard the beat and I instantly just freestyled the whole song like bam one go and um, from then I was like yeah this one's this one's special man he loved the song um, he actually told me to add background vocals so I went I was like okay boss so I went down and added some <laughs> some background vocals and um we got the video done and yeah man it's doing what it's doing what it's doing man it's um it's playing all over radio here in the UK um shout out to one extra shout out to unity radio um I love the song man one for the summer you know what I mean I feel like I've gave a lot of my summer vibes <laughs> away before summer <laughs> So it's you know what I mean, but um, we can make more. It's it's not an issue, you know what I mean. We can make more, but yeah, it was definitely incredible work with Mister Easy. Um, I had a lot of fun, and um, I'm sure there's gonna be so much more to come. And um, that's just, just the start, you know. It's really just the start. Is it a part of a of a bigger release, like an EP or or um, an album? No, this was just the one single, but um. We are in talks. There could be some more. Who knows? You know, um, it was exciting. just, it's very exciting. There was meant to be a lot more, you know, but unfortunately, um, Corona left, uh, took a lot of the wind out of the situation. You know, there was meant to be a lot, lot more. And the song was meant to come out a lot earlier than it did, you know. So um, other than that, I'm happy with how it came out, you know, and there's not so much. How, what, what else can I do? You know, I can't control everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So sure. Um, it's out and people are loving it the numbers are going up and that's all that matters at the end of the day you know it's out there and people are enjoying the song and it's making people feel good that's that's all I care about at the end of the day definitely um, one last question for me I guess um, Man City or United? I'm a red Manchester United <laughs> man I'm a red I'm actually born and raised I live in Old Trafford so that's where the, the stadium is I can walk to the stadium I can, I'll literally work out in front of the studio, stu studio, what, I'm, see, this is how much time I spent in the studio, I'm literally like, I talking about studio, the stadium, like, I go cycling a lot, I'm literally riding past the, the I can't even stop saying the word, I'm, I'm cycling past the stadium all the time, um, it's fun, man, it's fun, but yeah, I'm definitely a red, how about you, man? <laughs> Me, I'm an Arsenal fan, but you're Arsenal fan. That's okay. Yeah, that's a different conversation. But um, definitely, shout out to Arsenal. Big, big love for Arsenal. A lot of my friends are Arsenal fans too. So, um, shout out. I can respect that. <laughs> so, July seventh. Thank you so much for doing it. Big blessings. Thank you for having me. Big love. Big love. Big love. Big love. That's all for this one. As always, this episode of 830 Somewhere was brought to you by Bassbase, your favorite international platform for music-related content. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, we would highly appreciate any kind of support, which is much needed especially for an independent platform like ours. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and follow us on social media where you can share your thoughts about all of our episodes. Big shout out to everyone behind this episode. Executive production by Max Gorin, Ben Sharoni, Yosha David, and Sophia Reiners. Engineering and post-production by Max Gorin. Hosting and editorial work by Ben Sharoni and Max Gorin. Booking by Sophia Reiners. Music and sound effects by Max Gorin and Hannes Schurig. 
Artwork by Yosha David. Coordination by David Guranaste. Hope you've enjoyed your flight. See you soon, somewhere at 8.30. 830.